0: Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hey guys. Welcome back to Mixing with Monty. I just wanted to come on here and first say before we get into the amazing episode and conversation I had with Sam from Bravo Historian. (sighs) I know this is delayed. I'm so sorry that this episode took so long to get out. I wanted to be transparent. Um, Also, because Sam kind of gave some great advice after the end of our recording, I've just been really um, struggling with mental health. And it has been really hard and taxing to even watch these shows. Um, It's been hard and taxing me to do my regular full-time job or um, honestly anything else. So I've just been having a really difficult time and I was anxious to say anything. um, Every day that I didn't put out an episode, I was anxious to not put out an episode. Um, You guys don't listen for that. And I was, leaving right now, I'm anxious that someone's going to you know, say, I don't care. Maybe she can't handle this then or she shouldn't be in podcasting or whatever. I don't know, but people say a lot of crazy things. But that doesn't concern me. What concerns me is that I just wanted to be for forthcoming with you guys and just say, I know it's late. I know I've been all over the schedule. I've been really trying to figure out how to balance it all. Um, as a lot of y'all know, following on social media. Uh, fiance Maya had to go back to school. So it's been... very big uh, transition for me Um, and I've definitely battled mental health for very many years. I've battled with it um, since I was a freshman in high school, middle school even, Um, and it has had its ebbs and flows, whatever that means. And so I guess this is just one of those times where I've just kind of felt a lack of motivation and a little bit of Um, just some anxiety and some um, really scared thoughts and feelings about what to do next and how to kind of make it all work and um, unfortunately that means the podcast has been kind of late and I never wanted to suffer so I just wanted to because you guys don't deserve that I know you listen and you look forward to it every week so I just wanted to say Sorry for the delay. This episode is really fun. I had a great time with Sam. I did let her talk. So please don't curse me out. Um, If you do, it's fine. I'll probably just block it anyway. But anyways, it was a great time. We talked about everything under the sun. We went into a a bunch of different tangents on Married to Medicine and Atlanta and Chaz and everything else. And it is It was truly a joy, and it gave me a lot of that excitement back, Um, and I, I hope that it can continue. I don't really know the future of the pod and everything. I just know that right now, I'm going to try to figure out how best to, you know, keep that joy, that flame in my life, and whenever I can and do, give you guys the content that you deserve at the level and quality that you deserve it, so Enough of this solemn talk, time to turn it up. Up next, I have Sam, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Thank you for listening and for hopefully understanding on the delay. I'm sorry that it happened, but it is here, honey. And guess what? Other ones will be coming out too. There are schedules. So um, yeah, enjoy. Up next, Sam from Bravo Historian. Two, one. Thanks for letting me know, girl. All right, y'all. Hello, welcome back to Mixing with Moni. I am your girl Moni, and we are going to mix it up, okay? I have a dear friend who I've never met in real life, but at this point, I mean, all of our best friends are over the internet because COVID, and so we are going to talk. All the amazing, fun things of the movie week with none other than the Bravo historian herself. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be recording. I am too. I mean, she's literally hot off the press and the mess with her own podcast, Hot Off the Mess by The Dip. How's that going? How do, how do you like podcasting? Hey, welcome. welcome I, to the I love it. It took okay, me... Great probably
1: up until two weeks ago <laughs> to like feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you don't have a guest and you're just like lit- I'm literally sitting in my shitty apartment like staring <laughs> at nothing <laughs> and it's yeah. like and I'm talking. So you you have to like find your rhythm, you also learn like what type of outline you need to make it make sense right. to you because there was a time where I didn't have an outline. Okay period
0: ambitious love it I was just free and and didn't work for you (laughs)
1: it did but like it was too chaotic yeah like it was too chaotic like it I needed something and then I went too Mm -hmm. far and like wrote down every thought I had and then it oh yeah and I felt like well now I'm like reading it and these are how I it is how I really feel and I do think when I write I sound exactly like how I talk but it it like kept me too structured so now it's like I'm more yes.
0: loosey-goosey and it's working I think yeah I mean it's Thanks. a nice balance I think so I listen and I think it's actually really good and I think that it's something because you'll get people who are like oh my god it's unscripted. scripted I hate her and they'll be like oh my god she has no structure I hate her so honest to god hate yeah. is like inevitable love that wish someone would have wrote that down in the podcast manual, but the yeah
1: I mean, people, when I first started my podcast were like, I hate her voice. She's so annoying. She tries to sound like a Valley girl. Her voice goes up at the end. I'm from like, ah. I'm like, babe, I'm from, I'm from the Midwest. This is literally just how we talk. Like
0: I'm so
1: like, it's, it's <laughs> so
0: nasally and obnoxious. So yeah, you know, it's no, fine. I get it. Listen, I think that it's fun because you write down everything. There are plenty of times I've written down my notes while watching Potomac and I'll put star, 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 all caps, read this on air. Never will I read it. I always forget. Um, But also it being written down just reminds me that that's how I felt when I do get on air. So I know to say something in the neighborhood of like, you know, an adjacency to, and that's what matters is that you just organize your thoughts, but like long as it's what you feel no one cares you're yeah. gonna find someone who's either gonna agree or disagree or not give a fuck either way yeah, in the background white noise I just don't care
1: anymore like it really bugged me I think too when I started my Instagram the hate really bugged me and now like I just like I don't care like at all I think it's funny because I also hate people too yeah <laughs>
0: You, you know i've never thought of it that way because i remember like texting you and being like listen people are just ridiculous sometimes reviews views are bad i don't yeah. think them at all like i had to stop like because every time i would get a good one i'd be anxious for a bad one every time i get a bad one it was all i would on so mm-hmm. all in all i'm just like oh it must be going down i don't know and yeah. but i never thought about the fact that yes i too i hate people for sure yeah Absolutely. like
1: there are, and there are people out there that like you know maybe don't even have a reason to not like me, but they do. And I get bothered by that. But then I'm like, wait, there's so many people out there that I just do not fuck with. And yes. like, and it, it has nothing. It doesn't make me oh. a bad person. It doesn't make them a bad person. It's just like, not everybody. It doesn't need to be this like big fucking kumbaya all the time. And I think that's I love
0: hater empathy. Do.
1: Like who cares? I hate, do you know how many people before. I hate? Amani?
0: Yes. All these women. <laughs> Like, I I hate Jesse James Decker. I hate- uh, relatable. You know no, mine saying? is Kane um, Brown's wife. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh. She's adorable. She's absolutely mm-hmm. the cutest thing I've ever seen. But you I mean- love her in her oversized sweaters. Maybe it was because I was watching the home edit on Netflix. And I was just like, how do these people so much younger than me have such a beautiful home? with? And it wasn't even the home that was nice. It was the finishes. That's where I always get mm-hmm. off. I want a pot filler. I would give half of my body for a pot filler. That's the thing that the, the, the pipe, people who don't know that is over your stove, like under your range on the backsplash that comes out, you turn it on and it fills your pot with water. So that mm-hmm. you can make your pasta without having to go back and forth and back and forth. It's the only thing I want in my life. I tell my it all the time we're not done moving until I have a pot filler. Just yeah. letting you know. Make it fun. You have to happen. move a hundred times, and yeah. the fact that she had one and had organized containers for her like backlog. Okay, we and have entry, to talk I about was-
1: this. We have to talk about this.
0: Just one. Want- I'm never going to keep up with it, but I want it so because.
1: I have a best friend. I have a best friend who is the most organized person on the planet. Like you open her fridge, all of her vegetables are like maybe pre-cut, but they're in glass containers. Every everything has a spot. Okay.
0: Oh my God.
1: I envy this because I want to be that, but I know I am not that. Like yes. for example, I was just at her house on Friday. I was just there. I washed my hands and she had a kitchen towel on the like dishwasher handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right.
0: Yes. I took it off,
1: I dried my hands. And like what I do at my house is I just throw it back on the handle. She just like calmly walked over and was talking to me and she just was like, and folded it back up how she wanted and like put it on there. And I was like,
0: good for her. I know. You keep that home. Good for like her. I think, and like everything is a was, label it's so nice oh I love labels what it was was it's nothing against her it's the fact that her no. husband walked in and was like eating fruit loops like the true young 20 mm. something that he is and she was like yes yeah, when he games he likes to have his snacks and i was like so you recognize that you're normal in that regard but it's abnormal that you have a multi-million dollar home and the home edit there and all these tupperwares with your play in it and i'm like why you You know who i I don't you
1: know who i don't really like and i don't have any reason not to is that girl who's married to that really famous football player who's like really young they just had a baby he's like signed for with the chiefs for like
0: oh pat mahomes yes Yes, okay, yeah, I get it. Because after he like didn't win the championship or something, like you not your last, year, I don't know sports, don't come after me, people. I don't know sports She's either, like, but like you just see people in the like, you come home and let's have this baby. I was like, what if he's in a bad mood? Like, I don't know, I don't know this like, man, I don't know their life at all. I get it though, like, there's irrational just, fears for so many things. Mm-hmm. Listen, Kyle Richards, people don't understand why I don't like her, and I'm like, I just think she is a personality. She Why is. it's it's my fault that I don't like her for being a beta. It's no, not her it's, fault that she is a beta. It's you know what it is with
1: Kyle. I say this all the time. Is the thing with Kyle Richards is she is such a good sidekick. She is such a good like someone to play off of in a scene. Yes. I think she's a great like voice for the show. I do think she's the heart and soul of Beverly Hills. I will say, but I do not think she's like the queen of Beverly Hills. I don't like think Erica she does one well her to be. Yeah. I don't think she does well with it, her being like the center focus in that way. Like she does so much better with a Kathy. Yeah. Like she needs a sister on the show. And I think what I love, I get like, everyone loves Kathy. Like I understand. I do think sometimes people mm-hmm. are going like, well, I think people are going like a little overboard now with the Kathy stuff. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was really funny in the beginning. I think she's hilarious. I think she brings a lot to the show as a friend, but like, the people that are like, oh my God, Kathy's smelling the candle. It's like she she brought a candle, guys. Like, of course Google she will
0: bring candles. It. I have a candle burning right now. I mean, it's the natural step. People like yeah. candles to go
1: to get It's just fucking it's like just weird. Like I and I could say so many things, but I'm just not I'm not going to
0: Listen, gonna say I'll say so. hot takes. I love a hot take. I like to really row people up and then I regret it after, but after that it's too late. Who cares? No, yeah. um, people come back. I don't know why. Um I don't get it. I don't get it. That's the hot take. I don't get Kathy Hilton and I think she's low-key putting it on. I don't think that a woman with that level of money is that aloof. And I'll tell you why. I think that if you have even the best of landscapers and the best of home people to decorate and everything, you would know how you want your dining table to look for your dinner party. Even if you're not doing it, you have an idea of how you want it to look. A lemon on the napkins isn't what you would tell them to do. I don't think she'd let all these designers or anything come in our house, like to throw a Christmas party, for instance, and just give her free range over her house. I think she would be like, I want these kinds of flowers. I actually think she'd be a lot more like Lisa Vanderpump. But yes, she's not really? doing it, but she has an answer for how she wants it to be. And how I got to here okay. is. <laughs> kyle is making a lasagna and she had more to say about a lasagna but where to believe that she's cooked how do you know what goes in a lasagna but you don't know what goes on a dinner table i personally the stale bread well i personally think
1: she is that level of wealthy where she can be extremely out of touch
0: Okay. Like, so I don't think doesn't she doesn't taste is, good to the poorest order. Is, I'm I just sure. don't
1: think she cares. Like, I think she does a lot of things. Okay. as like a joke. And I just don't think she gives a shit because she's like, I'm so rich. Like I can be a fucking wackadoo and I don't care.
0: No, that and, I believe.
1: And so I just think she's so out of touch,
0: but in like, in but a way that's you is in touch. Like knowing I... oregano goes in lasagna. is in Does touch. it? In touch. Yes or her question like I was actually I thought it was very smart that she grabbed the grill brush to, that made sense to me I'm like what else would you grab like you yeah, know where's the broom I don't know where the broom is but her being like Kyle you're putting all the wrong spices in the lasagna but being like oh this bread is stale who cares we'll just chop it up and get it out there with a lemon I was just like I, get it. I also believe that she would let Dorit carry her bags because she is so wealthy that never mind someone's got to do it. It doesn't have to be her. And I like Yeah, that. And I also think
1: Kathy is one of those people. Uh, I see this in myself as well. So <laughs> is like, she could fully carry that bag up the stairs, but she's going to yes. make a scene about it because she wants someone to step in to do it.
0: And in that's like,
1: world. for example, like if I'm like cooking or something in the kitchen with my mom, I'll be like, so like, am I doing this right? Like how, is this how I'm supposed to be doing it? And she'll just like, let me do it. I'm mm. like,
0: okay. Yes, truly. My mom all the time is like, you know, um, do you, are you going to the grocery store? I'm like, yeah, she goes, and I'm already there. Do you need money for my to for offering? Yes yeah I mean yeah. I had it I, I went it was my choice to go but yeah if you're going to offer I'm going to accept and so yeah. I mean if Dorit's going to carry the bag upstairs, she's going to accept. yeah she's gonna I act gonna like she it. cannot
1: carry that bag up the stairs she's gonna act like it's a tough situation
0: now that I love she can kind of she like can do ex- it I like the exploitation of these clout chasing women with very few mm-hmm. money like amazing. I like that I, I That's enjoy why- that you have
1: to think of her in a way too, where like she brought Crystal into this group, so like she right. is friends with incredibly, incredibly wealthy people who are like way above the show, and so when she brought when she brought Crystal in, it was like, okay, here we go. I
0: guess we're talking about Beverly oh, yeah. Hills now. By the way, oh I me, mean, I guess so. I mean, now that's a start. Like- <laughs> I guess we're just I'd like getting yeah, right no, into it. Not? I, and you know, what's so crazy is I love that like, Crystal being on the show is what brought in Kathy. Kyle's been on the show mm-hmm. for years and wouldn't do it. And mm-hmm. that is crazy to me. Because, so I do, I guess my thing is, I think Kathy might be putting it on a little bit because I think she does know how to play the game. She's been a socialite for so long and she's been around fake people for so long. She has navigated this circle of wealth and socialite behavior and everything that mm-hmm. she knows how to. Do what she needs to do so you're not looking at her too long. And to me, she does it well. I'm not asking a single question about her house, her home life, her family, anything. Because her kookiness and me, for me, having to decide what's real and what's not is more fun than figuring out what her husband is doing and what her yeah. daughters are doing. And she feels to me
1: so unbothered sometimes that it's like, yes. So even when she is honest in a confessional about whatever the case, it's like. I can't even get that mad at her like or, or like if she said something about Erica because you know she's been liking tweets and Instagram posts about Erica being like a criminal.
0: Do we think that Kathy?
1: I Kathy think 100% Kathy
0: thinks she's full of shit. Uh, yeah I think she so, I think she would because this is her circle. Erica uh-huh. no. I don't think Erica's in her circle, but I think Erica's husband was a thousand percent in her Not circle. Bob Shapiro. Right. She was like, so you know him, right? And she goes, yeah, dear dear friend. And I was like, but can we get Kathy to answer why she asked that? I would like, hello, I have a question. Why, mm-hmm. Kathy, what are you suggesting? What are we, He come help her? Help yeah. him? Help whom? Like, who do you help? Like, who do you get to help the most powerful attorney Well, that's today? the
1: thing. It's like- that's crazy. And I, I got what Erica was saying in that moment where she was like, these are Tom's colleagues that he has built relationships with for 40 years. So they're probably really protective of him. So she's so like, Who the fuck is, do, who's going to help me in this town?
0: It's so like Mikey. she looking for someone to go against him or to help her co-fight with him? Because. Oh girl, I want to know where you are I want to know where you are and and what you believe but obviously we'll get to the actual story and like the nitty-gritty very soon but where are you where I'm asking everyone where you are on the spectrum of do you think she is still like trying to protect Tom do you think she's like absolutely done with him as, as much as she said she is probably probably for plausible deniability. But you can't admit that she's still talking to him. Or like, what do you think she knew? What what are your thoughts right now on your empathy for her? This might be really unpopular.
1: I don't know. I've had everybody on here on
0: (laughs) on different levels. But I think
1: with Erica, and I think first of all, this is a housewives issue across the board as of late, especially. Oh, there's a very attractive man walking down my sidewalk. Okay, hi. Sorry, just got
0: really distracted. (laughs) Please stop by. (laughs) I mean, okay. Is he moving in? (laughs) Wait, you're moving out. This is now bad timing. Yeah, I know.
1: Okay. But anyways, so my thoughts about Erica and like I was saying, it's a problem I think with housewives across the board is that everything is very black and white. It's either she was a hundred percent involved or she was completely blindsided. And I don't think that that is true. I think both of those things are true at one time. I think she knew something was happening because we both know that she got subpoenaed twice. You also yep. don't get a $20 million loan to your company and not understand where this is coming
0: from. Let me or, tell you something. I'm asking every question. If I see more than $20 coming to my account, I'm like, who did that come kind of from? But then I,
1: so that's what I think too, okay? And then I think mm-hmm. she's been married to this man for 20 plus years she got married when she was 28 there was clearly a very uh strained power dynamic obviously so I think she was probably taught or like whatever like uh I don't want to say taught but like I think he was incredibly dismissive of her probably throughout their marriage and was like don't ask questions like it doesn't matter like you should just trust your husband. Like I'm doing what I'm doing. You're doing what you're doing. Just leave it the fuck alone. And like Kathy even said, she's like, well, when you're married for that long, you trust your husband and you sign the papers. Like that's not a question. Mm. Do I think that that's smart? No,
0: Mm. (laughs) but I
1: get, I get how it happens. And so I don't think Erica is this like criminal mastermind. But I also don't think she was like completely oblivious to what's going on. And what I really, 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 really struggle with is her um, social media presence. Mm. <laughs> because, okay, I'm watching it. I wrote about this on the dip. Go check it out, guys, a couple like two weeks ago. I wrote about how like your watch, so the news came out, we all had opinions we're all like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going to happen next? Now we're watching the show where we're kind of starting to feel maybe a little bad for her, but also very confused because the stories are like all over the place.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, so you're kind of maybe feeling a little bit bad for her a little bit. And then you go on social media and she's like telling people to like suck her cock. It's like weird.
0: Yeah, weird. I haven't gotten to the place where I feel bad for her yet, but See, I, don't I feel- I wish I didn't. I don't feel like she's a villain as much as everybody else might, but I also feel like there is culpability. Yeah. I absolutely feel like you, because my thing is, and I get people like, oh, she married so young at 28. I'm like, okay, so then at what age did she smarten up? Because the Erica that we met is not a fucking bimbo. Like she's not an idiot. So at what age then did she smarten up? And then after that, From the documentary and public record, Tom has been sued well before this has happened. You do not mention my name in a lawsuit, and I don't fucking know how it got there. I'm going to find out. Even without him, you don't have to ask him for everything. I mean, yeah, I I definitely believe he was probably like, listen, relax. And I do think that that's unfair to her because she married into him already doing crimes. Allegedly. Yeah. That's right? like
1: what Dorit said about PK. She was like, he was being he was brought, brought into this he, lawsuit and she's right. like, I didn't even know him. But like, I'm being named. He
0: met him now. early on in her life, but he had been getting away with this for a long, long, long time. So yeah, he's probably just like, listen, enjoy your money. It's coming in. And for as long as they've been married, she probably had no reason to question it ever again because it, he was getting away with it. She was, mm-hmm. you know, reaping the things of her, you know, behavior. But the thing is, she is to me the reason that this really started going down south her being on this show and flaunting it the way she did so made that's the style. Ever met be like i'm sorry we have planes plural now oh i'm in the wrong kind of law what kind of law do i need to be in? like mm-hmm. divorce law is like notorious for one of the best kinds of law because you know million dollar divorces and everything like that mm-hmm. but he wasn't even doing things where he gets money from the assets and things he was doing Helping the little guy. And I think that that's um, what
1: everyone's struggling with because you see him. And if you watched, you know, the documentary, Housewife and the Hustler, it's like you see him fighting for the little guy who's like on their side, fighting big corporations. You love what he's doing. He's donated so much money to like really amazing causes in California. And then he's doing this. It's like, I expected better. I expected this behavior from like- like, it just feels, it just, the whole thing feels icky and it feels confusing. And I feel like this is her plan is to confuse us all. So then we all pull back what? because that's my personality. First of all, is when I'm getting too overwhelmed and I'm like, none of this is making sense. I'm, I tap out and I'm done. And it's like, okay. let me know when she's going to prison or what happens at the end. Cause like, I don't know what to yeah. say about it anymore. And I also feel it's like so redundant. Like every episode it's like, I'm, it's like, okay, we're confused. I feel bad for you, but I don't feel bad for you. There's orphans and widows and plane crashes. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but you know what I'm yeah. sick of? You know what I'm sick what? of? What? Okay. I am so sick of hearing about the housewives not paying taxes. <laughs> And it being <laughs> fucking
0: oh, your front
1: front page news,
0: just pay them
1: though. girl. To like it. No, hundred percent. But it's like, like what? Do you, what is the point of like keeping like talking about this? Like nothing's gonna happen. Crazy. It's they all don't pay their fucking taxes. Noella Burgenur of Real Houses of Orange County, the new housewife, mm-hmm. her husband owes like millions of dollars in taxes. It just came right. out, and it's like I kind of don't care.
0: You know why I don't care? Because they're not gonna talk about it and they're gonna say it's in court. Who cares? But you know what? I know my good girl Toya and her man's Eugene over at Mary the Medicine. They were open about theirs. And mm-hmm. they paid them.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: Eugene worked extra shifts. He was sleeping she's... on his couch. Do you think, to make sure he could Do you think they're the coming?
1: Shift. Do you think is coming back?
0: I hope so I love Toya I love Toya and Eugene like they're my favorite bravo couple and I know that people are like really yes I absolutely think they're my favorite bravo couple I think Eugene is one of the funniest people and the way they banter off of each other I feel like it's so fun and so fresh they definitely give me we're actually meant to be together vibes but I also feel like Toya likes the camera and I don't feel like she'd get that up I also think he likes the camera. I think he does too, because he knows he's funny. People like mm-hmm. them. They're like not threatening to me. No, they're like, not they're threatening individuals. Like She's... they're not a doctor heavenly. Like No. Heavenly is a wild girl. I <laughs> I mean, I
1: don't know how we tra- I mean, I know how we transition to Mary to medicine because I just like love that show so much. But no, it's
0: Contessa, Contessa it. and
1: Scott just
0: uh, there's someone I don't think should come back. Will she? Probably. I don't think she, she comes back. I don't know. I feel like if that, 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 that family, that storyline made me so icky. So it just stressed me out a lot. Like, Oh, I mean, I hope I that there's a, well,
1: let me make, let me make an addendum to that. I hope she comes back without Scott.
0: By herself. Okay, great. Yeah. But I just,
1: I truthfully think she was really overwhelmed by the amount of support she received on social media, because I think I... for so many years, she felt so invalidated in what she was thinking and feeling And by people on social media, like rallying around her and telling her like you, everything you're saying and thinking is a hundred percent accurate and it's okay that you feel that way. And your husband's also a fucking ugly piece of shit who had a girlfriend. Yes,
0: Sorry. Oh, That
1: That whole bullshit bullshit. at the reunion where he was like, he was, he did the Siri thing and Cecil was in the back. Like, Oh
0: God, he shouldn't have done that. Oh no. Like. Uh i mm, i feel two mm-hmm. ways very okay. quickly i feel that she knows she has support and she knows she can do it however working from what i know i'm wor- what she'd be working from she would have to undo endless amounts of generational and cultural um Influence to the of marriage being the number one thing that you attain. Mm-hmm. You could be a doctor, good for you. The moment you lose a man, you are v- invaluable, like you're no longer valuable. Yeah. so it's like this. Like, look at Portia, it's like it's, she has a, a whole empire, and in her mind, she's still nothing until she gets a husband. Her mom has put it in her mind, her sister feels that way. They mm. all feel this way. The right? women
1: of like atlanta like to say that about kenya too they'll be like you can't keep a right. man karen likes right. to say that about giselle and it's such a gross heavenly thing to, to say it to think. all of them
0: yeah it's i mean but <laughs> they're all married she's like that's why your heaven I'll love you heavenly <laughs> is out of her mind and i fully she's- welcome it a whole dental surgeon and that her greatest accomplishment in her mind is basically being like I can foot today who I love. I think Damon's lovely, but like that's her only value to her. Mm-hmm. That's the only she's thing. Like, she she's about. the most proud that she's like, I have a business and everything, but I like Mitch. Sure my man is very happy. And he is home and I give him everything he wants. I'm like, okay, he's a an cool. he, he adult? Like and like, he's already acting like he's not an adult.
1: Well, and he's always like rolling his eyes and like laughing at her because he's just like this woman is out of control, and I think no, she was not, like this. But I love
0: her. I think she was like this their whole marriage, and that's what yeah, I love he about. He seems her. a little unbothered. Sometimes I need him to be bothered, and he's just not. And I'm like, no. about- did you hear her? And he's just like, mm, you know. Well, because
1: whatever. I think at home he, I think they have the type of relationship that I actually really respect. He lets her talk crazy. And then I think at home, I bet he sits her down and is like,
0: buddy, what are you doing? Yes. Like when he was so hurt that Mariah alleged that he would cheat on her, like that broke my heart because Mm. he was like, I would just not do that to her. Like, he was so, like, grossed out at the idea of hurting her, his wife that way. And I was like, okay, now I see why she makes you dinner every night. Like, okay. Yeah, like, I now I, I get mean, why she calls you daddy. Me. Like, like, they, like that, that really hurt me. Like, I couldn't do that to her. And I was like, not a man being, like, torn up about hurting his own family. Like, wait. <laughs> <In> the- <laughs> yeah, that's how the bar is in the ground. And, like, girl, the bar is in the round. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. I just feel like Dr. Contessa, is going to consider it for a long time and then she's going to think her kids. Mm -hmm. All the women are going to rally behind her not doing that. If there's any way to salvage it, we should salvage it. Oh, absolutely. They're going to pull the same thing they did with Simone. and I mean, because the same thing with Jackie too. Jackie's ever fully was cheating and they were like, figure it out maybe. And she took them back.
1: No, I think this is way different. I think with Simone and Cecil- I think with Simone and Cecil, there was everyone recognized that there was just, they were just in a rut in their marriage and they had to work it out. And there was a lot of love there with Scott and Contessa because they don't, re- he doesn't respect her.
0: What about Dr. Jackie and, and her husband? But she didn't really respect Dr. him. Dr. Jackie, to completely. no,
1: I don't think anyone supported them reuniting. I think Dr. Jackie is just such a, a very strong, headstrong person that's like, this is what she's going to do and like she's not going to allow you to talk about it like she just kind of moved through it on her own it wasn't like a cecil and simone where other people were getting involved it was like i felt like with curtis who
0: yeah he's so annoying she's in that big house every time i see it it makes me sad because she didn't want that she wanted a high rise in the city and i Mm -hmm. believe that that woman who works as hard as she does she she wants Mm -hmm. she works very hard i'm gonna get pregnant so hard I'm gonna she's get pregnant and go to her yeah well Simone, Yeah. She's actually. like. okay I'm about to say because you know she's like the, the OBGYN to the star she's like all the Atlanta stars like yeah. OBGYN tiny and 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 um she was candy like that's how the show pretty much started candy is the fairy godmother of Bravo yeah she's basically candy, mm-hmm. and I low need her to like manifest that Mm-hmm. and like have her own like the fact that like she was dr jackie's patient and then it kind of became a thing mm-hmm. you know like because of it and i'm mm-hmm. just like wait do a candy i think is given she's she's invaluable to me she also she's the highest fave, but i really want i don't know why i feel they need to value her more even though she's like the most she's the highest but i'm just like can you give her more i think she deserves
1: i think too what's interesting about candy is she actually tried to get
0: marlo her own show. And yes, like, oh, I'm like we, they had a deal.
1: Yeah, it was like going to happen, and I think Mar- it fell through on Marlo's end, and Candy was like, it I was. She's like, I was mad about it for a little while because you were fucking with my money. She's like, but <laughs> we got over it, and I was like, yeah. And that's yes. why Nini always was so bothered with her. And with you Candy. know, I love Nini, but she yes, always was she like we have that really common. bothered with Candy because Candy was. Candy is, like, so on another league, like, in another level, in another universe. She does
0: this show for fun.
1: Yeah, like, this is not her paycheck, but that's why her, Kenya, and Cynthia all get along, because I think they all are that way. They're all kind of, they all have kind of worked in the industry in, like, the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, and, like, just built their own little empires, and now they're like, okay, now we're on the show and we're going to
0: do it. But we had a name before this. Okay. I can see it. I think Kenya kisses Candy's ass, though. I absolutely do. I think that she kisses. Oh her ass no, for sure. But I just need to mean, make like, sure that she keeps her her job because to me, if Candy doesn't film with you or something, Bravo's not going to ruin that bag. They're not going to mess that up.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean more in the sense of like they were someone before the show. Same with Eva. Yeah, yeah that's okay. why they yeah. don't. That's personally why I think they don't fuck with Portia
0: personally because I think they're just like
1: who the fuck are you like we are actually select like we were celebrities we people knew who we were before and that's
0: such an interesting idea
1: because if you think about it those four women do not fuck with
0: Portia like I mean uh, they- I understand. well I understand why Candy doesn't she has full range not to that was a mess uh, <laughs> do you yeah. support Paige returning? no Okay, as much, I don't feel it like I want
1: to I see why people want her back like I get it I am a Phaedra Stan she but is she's like, not
0: the same Phaedra anymore it's either not the this same, girl is like
1: too much time has passed too much baggage like she accused Candy of essentially like trying to rape Portia like you can't come back from that
0: <laughs> it's, bad. It's, it's
1: not it would good. it would just be weird it would be so weird at this point
0: yeah, no, it, it's not good, even if they're low-key or some, like, substantiated claims adjacent to, um, allegedly. But I think that Phaedra is not it, but I am here for Sheree coming back, because I think Sheree is one of the most memeable Housewives. She's no. my top five memeable Housewives. I think we're, no? Like, no. You think we're past it? I think that it's happening, though. They they really, she said she's, she got the call, is what she's saying. And, okay. but so did Tamara and Tamra is like, it yeah. wasn't for that at all. Like, <laughs> ugh. Here's the thing with Shere,
1: She was great at the time we brought her back because everyone was like, bring Sheree back, bring Sheree back, bring Sheree back. It was like this whole thing. People brought her back and then immediately we're like, okay, she's not bringing anything to the show. Get her off. And it's like, I don't think Housewives should be brought back for the third time. Like, I don't think Bethany should be brought back. I think her time has passed. Okay. Now, Dorinda absolutely bring her back. Uh, Shamari bring her back.
0: Shamari she's over there on um what's we call right, right now uh the
1: oh the beat is always
0: telling me though is it watch the, encore?
1: The, the yes, encore the encore one
0: encore and mm-hmm. I did start it and you now it's there it's it's there it's giving mm-hmm. bad girls club meet housewives of Atlanta it's giving all of that want to know why because it's carlos, carlos king, king. <laughs> and carlos king is a child of the housewives of Atlanta and um, that's a show of gold and magic so obviously he has the magic he and does. so he puts magic forth and I honestly think Bravo should make a good deal with him, King they Midas, should tell him come on back he's King Midas. to come touch stuff at Bravo and let things go back to being gold because I yeah. think we could have it especially with casting because Atlanta is straggling and I'm sad and worried because like how dare we let Atlanta slip through our fingers
1: I don't, okay. I have a hot take again about Atlanta. I think people are really annoying about it because especially last season, I didn't think it was terrible. Like, I don't understand what people are talking about. I think these women were filming in the middle of a goddamn pandemic and had to stop filming about six times, which Mm -hmm, causes filming to be inconsistent. You have to start picking back up. I mean, I've done podcasts, where I've literally had to stop recording and pick back up and pick back up and pick back up. And I'm done. Like I am fucking spent. I am over it. I don't remember what I was thinking about. It's very incoherent and it's like, does not flow? And I think that's kind of what was wrong with the past season. I think everyone needs to like, give them a break. I do think decisions need to be made about Portia and Kenya though. Cause those two, it's yeah. just, it's one of those where it's not like a Karen and Giselle where, I enjoy watching it because mm-hmm. it's funny and you know it it's not as like deep rooted it feels like mm-hmm. a little bit lighter or even like who's like another person that fights that it's like I don't I didn't mind watching it I don't remember right now but with Kenya and Portia they're never going to get along they're never gonna be friends it's like I can't keep
0: watching this over and over and over again yeah no I get it I couldn't they don't have that energy and that vibe because mm-hmm. they truly just don't parents. like each other yeah and that's fine to me but like stay out of each other's way mm-hmm. in my opinion then so who would um, you I actually, think, I actually don't think that drew needed to leave yet I actually think that drew could do well another year um yeah. because there's another confusion that's another family of confusion to me I love the I'm confusion. <laughs> So is he high key, low key abusive or is he like not a bad husband slash father? I'm very confused as she, to why we're here. Are you still, wearing a real Gucci sweatshirt or are you poor? I don't know. Drew is like
1: the perfect, I don't want to say she's the perfect housewife, but I think she's a great housewife in the sense that she's incredibly delusional. And I enjoy that. I enjoy watching yes. it because to sit there after the season that she had with her husband and throw rocks at people's relationships and say verbatim that she has a perfect marriage. I was like,
0: where, where, where Where is that? I'll tell you exactly why it's because she's like, it's perfect for her because she's rooted in religion. She's a black Southern woman and her mom is the pastor who lives in the house. So it's blessed in her mind that they pray about everything, which is fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Go for it. But like they pray about everything to keep God first, quote unquote. And she's still married that Mm -hmm. to her is all that it takes Mm because the bar is in hell in Atlanta it is literally (laughs) so low it is in the ground it's in
1: hell pretty much anywhere when you're dealing with men
0: like literally money like that for y'all I you can keep it it. (laughs) you can
1: literally keep it it's yeah you
0: can keep that
1: the thing I love about doing your podcast is like I just
0: you're so fun thank you I too am very fun. I, I feel fun. <laughs> oh, okay. We love fun. No, listen, I do feel that like I have fun with it. I don't know where what's ever happening. Um speaking of confusion. Okay. I first want you to answer how you think the tears came to be and the streaks happened on Erica's face so deeply last episode. And your thoughts on this here crash story because the bullet points that you the holes are as follows is there a cliff is there not a cliff are there just zero neighbors around even though we've seen the aerial view of the home and there are neighbors was he unconscious for 12 hours when he called erica was it on his phone or did he hobble on a broken ankle into the house to do did the phone survive the crash these are questions that need answers and i'd love to know your take. That's all people care about. They don't want to hear about that now. Okay. Let's start at the top the makeup. Yes, the streaks. Yes. Because this week she had good mascara. I wonder if it was her own that she made when she had her makeup line with the brand whose entire identity is literally sex proof, waterproof mascara. Just think- say it. Go ahead.
1: Erica has been in the entertainment business and everything for years okay Mm -hmm. she knows and she claims to know fashion and makeup and hair and glam and glam is her thing right Mm -hmm. so if you know that you're going to meet up with a girlfriend and you are going to be hysterically crying she was basically crying by the by the time she
0: saw kyle
1: like it wasn't they sat down and talked and then she was crying she was crying the moment she sat on that
0: log Okay. Yeah, she put some some dilation in her eyes. She, yeah, she was
1: sitting on the giving tree stump and she was crying. <laughs> and I'm like, she knew that that was gonna happen. I think, at, first of all, I know when I'm gonna cry. Like, if I have to like go break up with someone, or vice versa, someone breaks up with me, <laughs> triggered. Um, mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup, or if I do, I just wear like a little bit of face makeup. I don't wear full glam and eye stuff like mascara I think that's silly
0: mm-hmm.
1: to think that I think it's I think it's silly to think that it wasn't a thought in her mind at all because that's ridiculous okay.
0: thank you I agree yeah.
1: like I think it definitely was a thought I don't Again, think she
0: had her own makeup line like it just doesn't track no she you have- is known for great mascara
1: yeah and you've had Scott Barnes doing your makeup for 10 years like but you might only know-
0: leave one good mascara that's waterproof back and behind I don't believe you. I just, or,
1: I mean, if you want a lash, put on like a fake lash or an eyelash extension. Why mm. do you have to put on mascara?
0: Did you see what Liz Gilly said from Victorious? Also the redone dynasty, mm-hmm. but I'm a fan of the old dynasty. So I don't really care about the yes, new one. Yes, I saw. Um, you saw what she said. And did you mm-hmm. see when Sutton said, exactly. And I said, oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. For those who did not see, um, they were asking Sutton basically about whether or not Erica's crying was real with the mascara and everything. And She was like, I feel like there's waterproof mascara is something, is there not? Mm-hmm. And Liz Gillies was like, I mean, I don't always use waterproof mascara, but I'm on a soap opera. And I like think about it in the morning, like if I'm going to be crying in that scene and then I don't use that. Mm-hmm. And someone else offered me, she did broadway and in mm-hmm. broadway they might have mascara that induces crime because they need to be able to see it from the audience they can't because the lights and everything if you're on stage someone's in the, in the orchestra they need to see you crying or in the, the balcony they need to see that and they can't do that unless you have a good streaky makeup that's like trick mascara basically yeah. for that and it did get cut short her stint on broadway so maybe she brought a little home i don't know she probably did yeah. and
1: uh, yeah so there's that and then when it comes to the whole cliff story what really wrote to me the wrong way is not the story itself is the way the story was told
0: oh I oh. really
1: didn't enjoy that it didn't seem like a oh, it I was like shooting well she was like eh. then it was a cliff and, and I
0: know because I yeah.
1: it was like what the fuck are you fucking yeah. doing like yeah you are playing this up all wrong like if she just would have sat down almost like she did with kyle and just like started spewing stuff i would have been like okay i understand but the more that she just kept pause doing the pauses and really sitting in it and the drama i was like fuck you
0: fuck this yes Mm-hmm. and she lets them tell a lot of her story sometimes but mm-hmm. like, oh I, I know I heard that or because y'all you know that's what happens when it gets present because exactly see I'm just trying to figure out what they're believing and what they know and to me it's like the lack of remorse even if you feel like you did nothing wrong she said she has nothing to confess so she wouldn't necessarily feel remorseful but this is to me still the disrespectful way of going about it and to me this does not prove you knew nothing it proves that you don't care what is being alleged and you're not trying to clear your name in weird way you're trying to clear Tom's, and I don't get that if you're so done with this man and he's this big horrible scary bad man who was so mean to you one time in 2015 for eight seconds he told you to shut the fuck up like not saying she didn't have a bad marriage sure don't know but if that's the one scene we have when just last year you were saying, isn't he just the best, the best storyteller? He's delicious at storytelling. He's so good. But like then, but also you hated him every single night, your, the entire marriage. You're doing a bad job of showing that he is well, all of this and you're none of this.
1: Okay, so I've hated Erica since day one. I've never been an Erica fan. I will wear that badge really proudly. I've thought okay. she was a fucking snake this entire time. Uh, hang on. I'm just sitting on my purse. Sorry. It's like <laughs> up my ass. I was like, what is that? Okay. Uh, so with Erica, her house of cards that she has built is crashing down in the sense mm-hmm. of like, everyone's confused now because of all the stories you told us, everyone is right. questioning what's going on because of your behavior. Every, like, it's not making sense. And I yeah. fucking wish Garcelle sat at that fucking table because Garcelle and Sutton would have been like, huh? I would, we would have yeah. gotten a shady confessional out of Garcelle. And I did appreciate Rinna in the testimonial being like, mm-hmm. I was at their house and he seemed,
0: he fine. seemed fine.
1: And as yeah. someone, so this is also what pisses me off. Ooh, I'm going right here. But no, please. is this like, idea that, okay, now he has dementia. And as someone whose grandma had Alzheimer's for like 10 years, I can fucking assure yes. you, I get everyone is different, but my grandma wasn't a fucking you know <laughs> criminal mastermind. She just like would forget to turn the stove off. It wasn't yeah, her me, eyes like, going bad. It wasn't her fucking hearing. It wasn't anything bullshit like that. Your husband's 87 years old. Of course, he's going to start deteriorating in front of your fucking eyeballs. Of course, it's going to fucking happen. He's a proud man, proud of his career, proud of what he's "quote unquote built. So of course, like, so I have a friend, okay? Okay, wow. I have a friend whose dad wants to retire, but like, uh-huh. and wants to give him the business. And okay. he's like- But then he's like, but I'm only doing it if my dad like hands it over to me, like just signs the papers. I don't want him to stay involved. I'm like, do you know how much fucking pride he would like have to set aside to just give someone something that he's built? So it was like, of course, he's hanging The hot guy's walking by again. Of course, he's like (laughs) holding on to dear life and doesn't want to go get an eye exam. My dad wouldn't get fucking hearing aids
0: yeah, like, it's, yeah. A, it's
1: a pride thing it happens. it happens I don't know what the point of this rant is exactly but I just is just all the things that I'm feeling and I like that Crystal was like none of this is adding up because if you owe two million dollars and you have all the money you say that you have then pay it like
0: Thank you. what's the problem also to me it's like this defense means nothing to me five years ago whether or not he did crash behind his own clip of his house y'all oh, like, I don't okay, give shit a like, okay, yeah, so there's a clip and if you thought he was that bad, why didn't you take his driver's license? It's like, okay, well, it's surprising. Okay, so then if his, and, but you were taking care of him because he broke his ankle, slash his tiny on slash he was unconscious, slash you found him, but you didn't find him because they called. Basically, you're telling me this whole story because the 911 records have been deleted because one of my followers called them and was like, how long do you keep the records? And they're like, two years. And they're like, okay, great. We can't fact check this. So we can't even hear this. I'm like, but also why did it it never get reported there was not a single headline of one of the most famous attorneys in the world crashed at his old age behind a a, 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 his own house and no one saw it so everybody's gone in all of beverly Hills. well and not even crash right he said that he drove
1: his car off the cliff and then threw himself out of said car
0: Yes, rolled, launched, rolled. The cell phone was intact though, but Erica also found him. She knows he was unconscious for 12 hours because she found him. So then, my question is, how do you know he was unconscious for 12 hours? Did you find him 12 hours ago and left him there for 12 hours? Like, what are you saying? Well, like, she, thought you you know? she thought he was so cheating.
1: She thought he was cheating. She thought
0: he was cheating. So then you didn't find him. So, so, I'm then, very
1: so then, that also brings up why are you fucking talking about Yolanda? Keep Yolanda's fucking name out of your mouth. Yes. When she was like, she's like, you
0: know, when Yolanda and David
1: happened, that's when
0: she decided to look through phones. But I'm never going to look through things with my name on it when the government comes knocking and says I'm being sued. A phone is easy, but subpoenas with my name on them, they get served to me directly. It's hard, mm-hmm.
1: no. And I like, also hate this whole fucking trope right now of her saying that her house is so small and she's really got to adjust and she's got to yes, heat her pool. Shut the fuck a up. Girl, do you know how
0: hard it is for me to pay this two? This is almost. I'm in an almost two thousand dollar apartment and I'm like anxious every day. Like almost throwing. I'm like, oh my god, how am i gonna pay for this, and I have yeah. a job, and I'm still like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like, can you Ooh. relax? Like, there are many is- people in the world who don't ever pay they won't they won't pay that much for their whole lease
1: no and just this idea that it's like this little fucking shack it's like okay
0: i don't like that it's like it's
1: beautiful be quiet it's got a nice pool a cute little cabana with a tv and a a sectional like stop
0: crying stop crying yeah, no one feels. I don't feel bad for her. I don't no. really care what happens to her next. I don't think dementia is a defense for thirty years worth of hiding people's assets. Thank Unless you. If he had it thirty something years ago, in which case he should have had his bar license taken thirty something years ago. You should have put him in a home when you found him and you married him, and you would have had all the money to yourself. Ever thought of that? If you really had it, would have been fine. And as someone who is currently, like my grandmother, does have dementia, and it is a nightmare for my family for a lot Horrible. of people, it it's it's unlivable in a lot of ways like mm-hmm. it's really really taxing emotionally um excuse so it, any crimes that she did but also it's oh she had early onset and she it hasn't been 10 years so also don't have empathy for you because I just don't believe you I'm sorry I don't believe you she's a woman of I'm going to quote
1: Bethany Frankel here you can't play smart and dumb at the same time
0: no, like you yeah, can't claim so. to
1: be this genius woman who's not just a pretty face, not just blonde. Like she always capitalized on that when she first got on the show that she's, you know, remember she called LVP out right away and everyone thought she was some genius. I was like, no, she right. just has eyeballs. It's very obvious what's happening. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. she's like, I was just his wife and I just trusted him and I just didn't know. It's like, what? Like, See, what's I would buy any? that from
0: almost any of the other women on that show. I contract. would buy it from Kyle. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but we I also mean- watched Kyle just be at home. And it's not a justice that like her life wasn't, it wasn't valuable at home, but we watched her be a actual housewife with four kids to take care of and literally have to focus on that all day. Yeah. So if Mauricio was selling the wrong houses or bad houses or whatever houses, I do think she would just be named by proxy, but not necessarily had done anything I wouldn't believe that she was smart enough to be a, a co-conspirator. And no. I don't think Erica necessarily was a co-conspirator, but I also don't think that you are absolved because you just enjoyed what it was instead uh-huh. of participating in what he was doing. So, yeah. but you, you bring up Bethany and that's a really good point. And it brings me to New York where I don't find myself feeling invigorated, but I also don't, I mean, i got to talk about it before we can get to the good stuff, which is Potomac. But I'm also just like, New York is just New York to me. It feels like any other season of New York where they're just like there, Sonia's drunk and someone fights and then they just try to make up the next day and then that's it. And then here we are. Mm-hmm. They do something like kind of fun, like fun to watch. And you just like, okay. But like we're in Massachusetts. Still, I just, and it's, it's been a long time.
1: I think the biggest mistake was having them filmed during a pandemic because I think New York is such a social city I think so much of the show revolves around the Ooh, side yeah. characters revolves around going mm-hmm. to the Regency or walking in a park or like going to Ramona lunch
0: randomly like- making out with somebody yeah or like having so- a party with her 50 best friends
1: right like so much of the show revolves around being very active like it's not mm-hmm. like A Beverly Hills where they can go to their sprawling estates and hang out it's like this is New York City bitch like Mm -hmm. so I think that that was a huge mistake and I don't understand why they rushed this filming because I know that they are taking their time with Orange County they waited months and Andy said that that was the best Salt Lake City was the best thing to happen to Bravo because it allowed people to it allowed production for other cities to pause and wait for things to Really starts to happen with them rather than like, okay, now we got to start filming. Now we got to start filming this. It's like, I like that they're taking their time with Orange County and Atlanta and Southern Charm. They're really letting the storylines and the people like create dynamics and have real things going on. And New Mm -hmm. York, I don't know why the fuck they did not do that because this is not it. I don't want to be at Ramona's for seven days. I don't want to be in Salem for four days.
0: Salem. Like We're what are we doing? Salem.
1: And I don't think it's <laughs> Leah's fault. I don't think it's Ebony's fault. I think it's just the whole
0: show. It's it's a yeah. it's like a whole problem. Are you a fan of adding more people to the cast? Like most people think is the answer.
1: Yeah, but I think you have to add people that have organic relationships. Ooh, These people that's don't. Tough on New York, though. Leah doesn't have when Leah joined. Her organic relationship was Tinsley. Tinsley is gone. And Dorinda is gone. She became friends with Dorinda last season. They're both gone. So what I'm supposed to believe she's like going to be besties with Ramona? Like, no. And then she brings on Ebony and Ebony has no real relationship to anyone in the cast either. And it's like, how can you bring someone on as someone who has no relationship with anyone and bring on another
0: person? It's like, that doesn't work. Okay. So then two questions first, then how do you support giving these OGs rotational like exits because it's going to be hard for anyone else to come into a a Sonia, Ramona and Luann show I don't know who we get rid of first but at the same time they have a lot Mm -hmm. of friends they don't share with us they don't film with us but also they are a group themselves and then everybody else feels like they're another group outside of them and they also don't have any stories at this point. There's that's nothing left for me to hear from any there's, of
1: them. No, there's nothing going on. They have nothing fucking going on. Nothing. I and don't want to like, know anymore
0: about Songus Townhouse. I don't. I don't. I don't want
1: to. I don't, don't. want to hear about that either. But I think like that's all we're getting because there's nothing else.
0: Like I, I, I don't wish think that he they actually would have told the story about how. She was living in her allegedly her daughter's apartment. Like it wasn't her apartment. it was Quincy's. Yeah like that just, is exciting to me.
1: <laughs> I just feel like very protective of Sonia. Like I get I get how people are annoyed and frustrated, but I just think she's a really good person and I really want her to stay on the show. I just don't think this I just don't think the season is working and I have a theory that Bravo is planting all this reunion drama to try to create some excitement around that at least.
0: Oh, okay. Because,
1: because they're seeing people calling for this season to just fucking end it. Like, just put us out of our fucking misery, keep it at 10 episodes. Like who cares? And so I think they're seeing that and they're like, okay, we have to create some sort of controversy around at least the reunion because they know for sure nothing else is happening this season. So it's like right. for the reunion, we got to do something. And I feel like they did that a little bit with orange County, because as someone who didn't watch the entire season of orange County, I did watch the reunion because I knew yeah. that shit was going to go down
0: and I was like okay I'll yeah. watch okay um are you team Sonia or Burchand in this fight I see a lot of people doing both and I feel that both Sonia was like probably antagonized but I also think she was antagonized because she was wasted and she's easily antagonized when she's wasted um I'm team
1: just what the fuck yeah okay i'm team like
0: i don't get what's going on i'm team bravo had no problem with this um physical altercation though it seems we didn't get any tweets this time isn't that interesting we didn't get any tweets of apologies we got more of a hullabaloo when kenya you know insensitively wore an outfit that she literally had to answer for like seven times but um yeah we didn't And, and monique got like a whole like well you know, like almost like a press release first, okay. like okay but well, we don't support violence but also like watch this back. <laughs> um but to me like they're probably gonna make it a memory it's like okay so either you're gonna show it or don't show it to me they could have just cut it if they, if they I, felt like they, it wasn't worth showing in like the, the real scene
1: with the thing with Bershon in that moment is like I appreciate her trying to make something happen at the dinner table <laughs> like okay. I, as a viewer I'm like thank you But the way that she was like coming at Sonia, who in my opinion is like a little lamb, like a little broken bird. She's a very, she's like, what was the reason? Like, it's very like Robin Dixon yelling at Ashley. Like, what was the reason? Like, that's how I felt like, why are you coming so hard? Like, why do you hate her? And then it brings Mm. me, and I don't think she hates Sonia, but it just felt so weird and I was just like, I don't fucking know what's going on. So then, a part of me, the Scorpio side of me, obviously is questioning everyone at all times, and it mm-hmm. makes me think, what did Ramona say to her about Sonia, or what she should do on camera to like get things going, or like, does she talk about Sonia to Brashan to try to get, you know, hey, you're gonna come into this group. Sonia acts this way. I'm an event about my friend to you, and you're gonna do something about it.
0: Yeah, I definitely can see Son- uh, Romano trying to be like a little puppet master because Sonya gives her a hard time. She gives mm-hmm. her a hard time. It's like a vice versa thing. Um, and yeah, that makes sense. I actually think still Brashan deserves an apple. I think that she was spotted to probably get one. And for some reason uh, that didn't happen. Um, but I also feel like Bershawn could she could be someone else that I'd be invested in because she's new. And I just haven't had new one in on New York in so long that, I'm just like I just need someone else and someone new to care about to be like what's happening here yeah. for you? Why do why do I care about you? Okay, great, give yeah. me more because I don't care about anything else. Like watching Rony this week was actually homework for me. I actually had to watch it I, just to film. I know. I mean to record. I was like I don't really want to. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to. Whereas our next show, I literally counted down the hours until Potomac. Yeah. Of I course. was like, give it to me. Oh my god, it's almost Potomac time, and I got like. I cut like dinner with my mom short. I was like, I gotta mm-hmm. go inside. I Same. Need get a, glass of, a cup of tea. I need snacks. Let's do this. And I was like, in heaven. Does anybody want a titty? Anybody want a titty? Bite my titty. Listen, um, let's take a very quick break and we will come back with Potomac. I feel like I do this not every single week because I want to give that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. All right, y'all. Yeah, we are back with Potomac. Where does it rank for you right now with your your house What number is it for you uh, through the week? Number one.
1: Number I know I had it you,
0: right. You're the right decision. I just yeah. You know, we number, always have a vibe. We always have a vibe. A vibe. But it's, always a
1: vibe. it's it's number one. I literally asked my friend. We watched uh, Beverly Hills a couple weeks ago, and that was when the promo, the Nicki Minaj promo for Potomac, was on, like on a commercial. Uh-huh. I cried. I actually cried tears and she was like, can you get a fucking grip? I was like, no, like you don't understand. Like Bravo's finally investing in this show and these women and like, they're really promoting it. Like, whereas before I didn't really are. Yeah. Like before I didn't think Bravo really paid that much attention to them. And now like that, I saw that promo, I was like, our girls,
0: Yeah, did you see that they had they threw an entire event here in the city in DC for Mm -hmm. the girls? I saw. Huge! Like, I had a lot of friends who went, and they had never even seen the show, and now they're binging. And one of my friends was even like, "Hi Blair, I know you're listening." She was like, "Okay, so what one do I watch next?" And I was like. (gasps) I love those words so much. And yeah. Thank you for entrusting with this decision, but also welcome. Here's your welcome packet. Um, Great. That you're with Potomac. Catch up. Here she literally text like, did I just see you on the screen with like, yeah, you? I mean, you're late. But yes, Yeah. Like, that was me. That was um, years ago. I'm glad you're catching up, but we have to get to the season because season six already off to a great start. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're giving it the attention that it deserves that the Potomac is next level good, Karen and Giselle and the whole sing sing of it all. You've heard the rumor for why she uses this this term, correct? I do. Yeah, could you just give us a little refresh, a little light refresh for those who may not know, what do you know sing sing to be? I've
1: heard the rumor, allegedly, allegedly, Alleged. allegedly that this rumor it's actually
0: really fucked up if this is what she's referring yeah. to and that's which is why i think she's running it back now as she fucking saying, should. oh i think they just i think she literally just got carried away but go ahead as she should
1: uh i heard that this rumor refers to when her and jamal broke up it really put like the first time like so you have to think giselle had like three little girls she was a you know mortified <laughs> that he was like knocking people in the congregation up center mm. it's center over the edge I heard that the sing sing rumor refers to Giselle having to go away to like a psych ward or like a mental institution
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then I also heard the term hotbox refers to the fact that she got like an STD or something
0: yeah
1: it's all nasty but the way it Karen delivers bad. it, the way she delivers it it's like it's like a Nini for me. Like Nini would say something like so out of line, but like it's the way she delivers it that she can easily run it back and be
0: like, no. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, I heard a version of that rumor as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've
0: also heard the version of, still, we landed at a psych ward, but that it was for when they were in college and she, he had allegedly got a girl pregnant. And this is like who she was slotted to like marry because again, religion. And it was at Hampton, which... As someone who did go, and they had a rule about pantyhose, if you were in the business school, that we had to wear them. And there was a dress code for any career fair we went to. It were either a blue or black suit. It was on our, like, supply list for school, freshman year. Was a blue and or black suit and appropriate shoes. And I got turned away for wearing flats. Just saying. I had to get a medical reason for why I could not wear heels. I had to get a medical reason a medical one, I had to get a doctor's note for my plantar fasciitis from being a dancer and having flat feet in order for me to not wear heels to the damn business. Not career. plantar fasciitis, not plantar yes, fasciitis. Girl. <laughs> it was hurtful. It was painful. Oh, I had to get a medical reason. So for as someone, the only reason I truly buy this is because I know they push their we are definitely going to marry ourselves off. I mean, I went to church every Sunday on campus because they had it. And it was a thing to do. The whole floor went. Like her supposedly getting married to Jamal, that was probably the goal. It was absolutely something she was supposed to do, being a champion and everything like that. She was the girl, the moment. And him allegedly getting a girl pregnant may or may not have also um, resulted in her allegedly getting some kind of STI, which no stigma, no shame. But like, it may mm-hmm. have happened but also him getting another girl pregnant, I she had a decision to make and she did not know what to do next. And this was yeah. like, she's young and this was her, her plan. And now it's like thrown in a big wrench and allegedly still had to maybe go to Sing Sing. And how I feel Karen may have come, that's where she was alleging is that she said to Ashley this episode, oh, I thought Sing Sing um, like was the prison or something. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't know what the place. So I'm like, so you were understanding that it was a place you go. Yeah. And that's what you were trying to say is that she had to go somewhere. Because Karen,
1: <laughs> Karen is the queen of spin. She knows what to say and how to spin it. So that it, again, yes. creates much like Erica Jane, <laughs> where it creates a lot of confusion that you are just so confused that you just tap out. Like it's happened at every single reunion with Andy asking her questions, whether it be about, remember like at the season two reunion, her boobs were smaller. And he tried to say, did you get a reduction? And she was like, she kept dancing around. It was like the most confusing thing. And then towards the end, she was like, oh yeah, I got my implants taken out or something. And he was like, so you did get a breast reduction? Like you, this happened. And she was like, yeah. And he was like, well, I asked you. And so it's like, she does this all
0: the time. Love her, but she does this all the fucking time. I think she likes to remember what it is that she might've already said on camera or something. Like, if she had agreed to a reduction, maybe she was like, I want to make sure that they knew I even had implants or something like that, of that nature. Mm-hmm. I think she's very popular with what she says on camera mm-hmm. because, um, it can, you know, it can be misconstrued on her. But also, she had a whole press conference about her finances, though they were public. Like, she likes to be in control of the narrative as best she can. And I... I do I, I love Karen and I love Giselle I actually love both yeah. of them almost equally for me um I do think it's fucked up that she was alleging that but I love that she told Ashley that it was a place to go but I also just feel like it sounded good with Hotbox. box and is that your baby mommy? y'all hear a baby yeah you hear me and Ashley's like okay I know not to press this now I'll press this later mm-hmm. um but sure girl I'll go along with it and the baby was like oh no Energy over there in it. And Karen was like, great, I have to go. Your baby hates me. Gotta go, bye. And Ashley was like, she always has a new case.
1: (laughs) Ashley said that about Karen to Dean.
0: I was dying. Now, why do you feel, what's your theory on why Wendy hates Mia so much? I've heard many, I've said many. I don't think she hates her. I just don't think she hates her. Well, I think she's so bothered by her, but she's so bothered by her already. The girl just got there.
1: Okay, this... I don't like Nia.
0: Okay, so you are on. You understand, Brandis. You know
1: I get it. It's, I, it's just listen. like full circle. What we started with, we just don't. Here's like my thing. I just, I would have, I would look at someone crazy. Okay, first of all, let's set the scene. You're throwing a party for your new body at Nude Interlude at your house. <laughs> a woman you did not get along with for a year that you recently just made up with brought another woman who is saying like, oh, Mia's a boss, Mia's this, Mia's that. Why why don't you consider Wendy a boss? Like, what is it about Wendy that that you don't consider? So then, so she's sitting there, this new woman's coming into her home and you're you're asking questions, very simple questions and she's not able to answer them, like how old you are. I would be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) If you don't know how old you are, I don't trust a single fucking thing that comes out of your fucking mouth. I don't do it
0: Mm. immediately.
1: So then she tries to sit at the table. Mia, in my opinion, knows that she fucked up. She sits at the table and names off all of her little plastic surgeries. And that to me was a dig at Wendy because she knows that Wendy didn't disclose them all in that moment.
0: Which is actually really upsetting because we know now in real time that like Wendy did admit to the blood list. Like- Mm -hmm. She's like, everyone knew- and if you look at it, uh, when you rewatch the scene, a lot of the times when they're asking about her butt, like, oh, so you did get it done, they're dubbed. They're mm-hmm. dubbed in. Like they're like overlaid in because but, they, at least Robin's words, I pointed that out immediately because she admitted it at the dinner. She's like, I don't know why I chose to edit it that way but I definitely did say I had a butt.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I also think like we have to keep in context this is a show. They are supposed to like, beef a little bit but where Mia completely loses me she gives me a lot of Monique energy that I just really don't you know I don't fuck that it's very um okay let's start at the love lunch like uh, I don't understand why women constantly have to throw the word jealousy around just because a woman doesn't like you like okay. just because Wendy doesn't really vibe with you. It doesn't mean she wants your life, babe. She's married to Eddie. She's married to Eddie. Yeah. She has a very lucrative career outside of what her husband has given her. No offense. Uh, she's good on that. Like, yeah. I don't, under- I hate that. I fucking hate that. Like, why you're can't goodness. you just not vibe with someone? It doesn't mean yeah. you're jealous. It doesn't mean that you're insecure. It means I, I think you're a liar and I think you're weird.
0: Yeah, a few things. I feel that these things can be true at one time. I think that Wendy is not pleased that Karen considers Mia, who allegedly may be a stripper, which I think Wendy probably was privy to beforehand or was a stripper. And that's Mm -hmm. no shame. Do what you gotta do. You got a good body, go for it. But
1: Wendy Um, even said that. She's like, no one's shaming you for being a stripper. I'm shaming you for being a liar. Those were her words. Like, she's like, let's get that straight because I think Mia is now trying to run with that. Mia's trying to run with that on social media. And again, this is what I didn't like about Monique is she took so much to social media and made it so fucking messy that for me it wasn't fun anymore. I don't think it's fun that Mia's now coming out with candles to target at Wendy. I don't <laughs> think that it's so c- calculated and gross. And it's like, what? You're you're coming for this woman's business because she doesn't like you
0: she's saying anyone can make a candle it's not a viable i mean i can make a candle no like but it like, just rubs me the wrong way it just feels very i don't I know i think that wendy can be upset that karen thinks that this girl's a boss but mm-hmm. didn't think that phd wendy was impressive and like actively act like she did not know her but because yeah. she's in a good place with karen now she's not going to rehash that because it also is pointless but yeah she's looking like at they her move like on. oh Don't even get yourself excited that she just got here and you have all this clout or whatever. And I also think that she can be bothered by by Mia without being jealous of Mia. I don't think she's jealous that, you know karen you may have liked her first or whatever because karen's gonna go whoever, whoever's the richest person in the room I and that's just the case mm-hmm. i love karen i think she just likes people who have more money than her because it he keeps her in that circle mm-hmm. and that is how it works around here so one well, two i think she looks at
1: her. she probably looks at mia like they relate to the whole age gap thing with their husbands like Right. there. She probably but relates also just to that. it feels
0: very Monique to me. It feels like Monique all over again when she really clung to Monique. Because Monique is rich as hell. Her husband loves her, her as rich as hell. And mm-hmm. she's a beautiful young woman. And Karen was a beautiful young woman marrying a rich man at one point as well. So like, I think she just likes that energy of someone who has a lot more money and yeah, just is in don't. great circles and well-connected and finds her to be a boss because of those reasons. I just um, don't
1: trust when housewives are super social and act- like on um, when people are super active on social media in that way. Uh, I also
0: think Wendy but, may so. like may be having an identity crisis, and I don't think that's anything to do with anybody else. But I absolutely think that she worked so hard to get to all these things. I think none of them are fulfilling to her the way she wanted them to be. And I think she does not necessarily know what she wants her next move to be. And she's trying. what she's doing currently, it's housewives. It has a situation to it, fandom, lucrativity, all these things. And I think she's trying to capitalize off, off of it. But I also don't think that's her calling either. I don't think that she is an influencer. She doesn't have that creative like, no. juices to me to do that. But I think she's like... Well, that's what I can do next. And that will make some money. I mean, your house wears lines. Candles, not the best place to start, but I'm in, I'm still going to buy one. I just think I don't know how my, much they are, but I'll get one.
1: My take on Wendy is I think her identity for so long was going to school and her degrees because I mean, just culturally, like with her mom, that was like something that was really important to her. And that was her identity. And I think this show allowed people to fall in love with Wendy's personality and who she is rather than like, how many degrees she has. It's like, we're looking at Wendy as more of like a whole person rather than just like this little sector of who she is and like who her mom wanted her to be. And I Mm -hmm. think she's really starting to fall in love with that and feel a lot more confident. I don't think women who get overhaul plastic surgery, first of all, she looks fucking phenomenal.
0: She does look Um, great. It's
1: money well spent. I actually need to know who that. Her and and Kyle Richards, like they they did it really, they did plastic surgery just perfectly because they did little stuff.
0: Uh, you she know, said little tweets. I love when she mm-hmm. says that. I got little, tweaks. little I'm like, tweets. Little yeah, tweet. it up,
1: girl. So I just think like up. she just
0: like I think weeks.
1: she's just being more confident in her in her personality outside of her jobs. Like I think she's like, wow, people really like me, so I'm gonna keep doing me.
0: I like it. I hope she doesn't give up being a, a political pundit, though. I actually think she's really good at that. I watch her sometimes, and she's I want super, her on super the view. Than me. Oh my God. That would just... be amazing. But then also who would they have would have to get rid of somebody because she's maybe him, like so a filler get rid of somebody. I and would like, like her to be like a rotational like a recurring when Whoopi's filming something. Yes. Yeah. Whenever we filming something and Joy takes the seat Um, because I don't know still who we would put in Megan's seat other than her own friend but I feel like she would be like devastated if her friend Essie Cup who's always on Washington, I think she could do it and she also likes to be left in the know with pop culture and that's mm-hmm. important to me for the view yeah. but like she is I think a better she's everything Megan would want to be in my opinion so um yeah they think she could do that but I I, I like Wendy. I mean listen I like the whole cast. I, I I firmly firmly stand on the ground that Robin is not not valuable on this show Thank people you. really tweet me crazy like when you tweeted that, like the whole cast said, I said it all the time. The whole cast is perfect. And then mm-hmm. like, Robin gives me no value. I'm like, who else's family is this up and down? Like we literally have gone from the very beginning. They're divorced in the same house. He may or may not have a girlfriend. Are they fucking question mark? Okay, they're gonna get married. No, they're not. What's happening? Like we yeah have in six seasons and we every. Got a full arc.
1: Every franchise needs a Robin because she also, she is not a fucking lapdog. Let's be very fucking clear. She came for Giselle's house. She came for Giselle's house. She came for Giselle's relationship with Jamal. She was like, in the confessional, she was like, I don't know what's going on with them. Like, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. She came at Mm. Giselle when Giselle came at Monique at her open house and was like, don't ever do that again. Like she plays the role that she's meant to play. I was really scared because a couple weeks ago, I tweeted that she looked like the dragon from Shrek. And I meant that in the most positive of ways because the dragon is fucking stunning. Like if you look at (laughs) the dragon. I want to know what happened. I was like, I I even tweeted. I was like, I mean this with all sincerity. (laughs) I think this dragon is beautiful. She has beautiful lashes. She has green eyes. She's a green eyed bandit herself. And I posted this Uh and Robin, I forget Robin follows me. Robin DM'd me.
0: Oh, Sam, like a million people follow you. I I forget. But almost literally. I forget. And
1: and so she she responds and she's like, is this a compliment? I was like, I, I panicked. I was like, Robin, I swear, like I would never fucking like say you look like someone that's not pretty. Like Robin's beautiful
0: also the dragon is a legend we actually love dragon Donkey, the dragon that's is the best it's not like I
1: it's not like I said she looked like Shrek herself or the gingerbread no. man or you
0: know Lord I've more about Shrek and Donkey than um
1: and I uh, so,
0: Shrek so and, I res- and Fiona
1: I responded to her and I was like I was like oh my god no like I think she's beautiful and obviously I think you're beautiful like I'm up your ass all the time but I was like also oh, this is the dragon's a green-eyed bandit and she's got beautiful lashes and she was like, I, she's like, oh my God, it's totally fine. She's like, I have a good sense of humor I about Robin. everything. Like she's so chill. I love chill. Robin.
0: And Robin her, is the best.
1: Her and Candace, I think are the most grounded in like reality when it comes to the show.
0: Not when Candace, but she's actually giving it to me this year. And I, I really appreciate that. Welcome. When, yes, y'all, if you don't know, Sam was definitely a, she was, she's teen candy gal. She's a candy gal. Um, Habasa but- hound. When she said um, Mia was a bartender as much as I was a white man, and I, (laughs) it was very good. It was very good. And the way she delivered it, I, listen, I don't hate Candace. She reminds me of every girl I've ever grown up with that I didn't like because we're from the same area. But okay. at the same time, so like it's triggering because yes. I don't have a lot of friends like this. Okay. Like they, are, they act like this they, in, in every way, like delivery, the way they talk, darling. And it's just a little extra, you know. Yeah. Very clever with their words, very intentional with their tone and attitude. Listen, I dip in and out of it all the time myself. So I get it, but I also get the allure of her. Like because it's singular on the show and it's not in a chorus of like a bunch of hers, mm-hmm. I like it better. I find it to fit. I find it to be very good. I actually think this whole cast works so well. an ensemble well. cast. It's ensemble. so good. Watching um, them go back and forth was great. I actually love that Karen invited everybody to the lunch. I thought that was actually kind of big of her because I think she could have said, I'm not inviting everyone. And I actually probably would have been okay with that because Stop. Karen still would have had a fine lunch. I think that she would have been okay. You are out of your fucking mind what
1: because you don't think it was shady of her to invite Giselle and Robin to her love lunch after she just eviscerated
0: after she just eviscerated
1: (laughs) Robin and Ron at the fucking table when she was like you're never gonna get married I was like Robin was was like
0: why the fuck am I getting brought into this like she was so confused she was like I don't she like I'd be asleep why are you coming after me we have to talk about that because that's really upsetting that to me. she's always asleep. Oh, not that I not okay, yeah, I meant before this season. I mean, like the oh, old sleepy Robin, like yeah. her being late and stuff. I love that about her. But <laughs> not diminishing the fact that she is obviously going through some kind of yeah. mental health transition right now. I'm not going to mm-hmm. diagnose for her. But like her partner should not be her partner. And I say that loving Juan Dixon and loving them together in some ways, not others. This do you really other- love him or is he just good looking? No, yeah, I think he's just good looking. I okay. actually don't love him because I didn't love that he like, used to take those like random calls and stuff
1: and stay her alone
0: for this long time.
1: His personality is that of drywall. Like there's nothing yeah, to him. I'm so
0: glad Wanda isn't he, he here. And I used to be like, what was he going to do if he wasn't just He it.
1: wasn't going to do shit. And it's like, she just, okay, I said this on my podcast, but I'll say it again just to reiterate here. You cheated on her. You broke that trust. You, when I've never been cheated on to my knowledge, but I know people who have been, and I, it makes you question like who you are and like your confidence and you have insecurities. And so he did that to her. And then to look at her while well, she's going through something, she's clearly depressed. She's also in the middle of a fucking global pandemic, you little. Which cat. a lot
0: of people were depressed. Oh, yeah. Lot. I had a lot of anxiety. And then like to say,
1: would. to look at the woman that you cheated on and say, that's a turnoff. It's like, do you not think that <sighs> that's
0: triggering to her? As like, it's to say like you're doing her a favor by yeah with her. like But also, yeah. sir, you could also get your kids food. Thank you. I'm just saying, the basketball Mm -hmm. season ends and it did end during the pandemic. You could also cook them some spinach if that's what you need so bad. Like, you could go get them something. You could help her. Help Mm -hmm. her. Don't criticize. Help. Like, men, I think a lot of men don't know how to be partners. Like, as someone who is like i'm going back and forth with my therapist and stuff on going on antidepressants possibly because it's just it's been i've been going back and forth about it for years i had to take the stigma out of it for myself i didn't know yeah. none for anybody else and for my own so I'm like no you could do it you could fix it but like i work with kids so not showing up for them is like it breaks my heart which just makes the depression worse so like exacerbates it i mean it completes the spiral cycle right and so I'm just like to see a partner like not get it when I know like hey I'm so lucky that I have one that does get it and it's like listen whatever you want to do like he would drive me in the middle of a snowstorm to my therapy appointment if I needed to but like to know that that exists. I'm like, you make it so affra- scary and nerve wracking for so many people to tell their partners that they're struggling with these things, especially when they know they have responsibilities, they have bills, they don't want to let you down, things mm-hmm. like that, which make it even harder for them because that kind of pressure creates more anxiety, which then exacerbates mm-hmm. depression. Exactly. Because you, feel like you can't trust them and you're the reason why. So say things like, get up, do something with your life, start your day. Like, those are all the things that you literally tell yourself in your head when you're going through depression. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, you're such a fucking slab. Why don't you get the fuck up? Like, oh, you're awful. Why are you doing this? Like, don't say that out loud. Like, that really, really upset me. And now I'm like, I hope you don't get married. I don't a think they'll time, get married. But not the same way. Because I do not value think... only if you get married.
1: Yeah, I don't think they'll get married. Um, I think the pandemic was probably the best thing to have happened to them as a couple in the sense of like, it allowed them to not rush the marriage because now I think mm-hmm. she's really thinking about it. Truthfully, because like in her confessional, like she alluded to that. She was like, I don't want to get married to him right now. Like, I yeah, just Yeah, and I can
0: understand why he's not
1: being and, nice. And Robin and is such a beautiful, you know what's very funny though to me is Giselle comes at a lot of relationships, but Juan and Robin's are one that she'll never come for. And I think that's one they're, robin needs to be sat down and have a little chat about like yeah, what are reason, you doing
0: giselle admires it and it's like you were you're able to make it work with your kid's father and again, did We're back at that thing of like you're only good because it used to bother me when giselle was like eric Lyle's husband told her you're never gonna find someone else who loves your kids unless the man that made them like that's untrue every Very step parent in america and the world is like girl I love these kids. I chose these kids. These kids are like mine. I love look them at, because I don't have to look at Candace and her step per bonus kids. She loves them. Yes. She really does because she loves that man that made them and they are an extension of him. And so she's mm-hmm. like, these are special individuals who are literally the in earth representations of the man that i love Mm -hmm. so i'm going to love and respect him. so the idea that you have to be with the man that is awful to you because they had he had major kids with you like girl no and like you can respect him as his father and that's it i I just don't think he has a good personality like i don't think two sleepy people can be together (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean that was funny what did you think of um, the Newlywed Game? That's where we ended. Um, Bitch, I love a Newlywed Game. It was so funny, Wendy. Uh, me too. Wendy like it. making Eddie change his answers made me laugh because a he was giving me uh, Damon, like daddy, daddy Damon. vibes of like I am not arguing with her. This yeah. is gonna be a long ride home, so just whatever she says. Exactly. <laughs> and she's like, you better not put me. Put it. Everybody say. It. He's like, racist. Yeah, not gonna get he me. Should, I he a like that, <laughs> that was funny.
1: Karen, I mean Ray, Ray saying he
0: would pick Katie. Oh my god, that was such a oh okay. I you was like about
1: that, sir. She's even here. I was like, what?
0: What? She's not even here. And I'm like, oh, you. That was on your mind. You didn't go the that- woman in the obvious like bank, you know. Like uh-huh. the, the word bank in front of you. You went back to the day. I just thought it was
1: really funny too how Chris Bassett said Giselle and Candace was like, he loves her. <laughs> he loves her. Because <laughs> I, I get it. Who doesn't love I mean, her?
0: She is so fucking Giselle's beautiful. gorgeous. Her and Robin, they call them the green-eyed bandits because they are green-eyed individual women who could absolutely steal your man. Your man. They could do it. They could do it. They, they're gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. I think this cast is like the most beautiful cast on TV of almost it's, any show. Like I look at all of them like. They're all stunning. What are we doing here? Like everyone is so pretty. Wendy looks insane now. I've always thought Candace was absolutely flawless of an individual. Um, I always went back and forth on Monique and most of my goodness for her. Like the reason why I put up with her was because she's so pretty. And pretty people captivate me. Yeah. So I'm just like, wow, you're really pretty. Yeah. I bet in real life, so, she's so beautiful. Oh my God, I, yeah. when I met her, I was, I didn't speak for like two seconds. I was like, I don't know what to say, she looks like yeah. Barbie. Like her skin is flawless. Like, you know, She's like, stunning. you can tell, like, Mia, no offense, like on camera, I saw that makeup is her friend because it definitely conceals things that she probably would like to remain concealed which brings me to okay out of all of the
1: things that you've had done
0: you've mm-hmm. ever gotten laser oh like a facial
1: you know what i'm saying
0: just like you know there are some things some craters and things but i was just like really i was shocked just, of all the money that we have like, like you got your clip okay. fix and you're not working on like but we can get like a vampire facial like one of like the like extraction which they like, do with like a a regular rejuvenation facial, they'll do extractions. They delve
1: into that. It was, I mean, I like, I can't imagine. Like, I'm sure, like dealing with that's probably hard and like a really big insecurity. But like, I was yes, just so mine, I did it. Uh, but I was also just have no surprise,
0: you know. Yeah, no, I did it. I just that made me, but like Monique, it, on camera, in person, that makeup is simply optional. She Foolish. is like a flawless Foolish. individual, so like gorgeous and is a beautiful smile. I'm like, where do you get your teeth? Like I'm I'm, I'm literally I'm I'm influenced. She Wherever bosses. you dentist I will go to dentistry there. Yeah, she's stunning yeah. and beautiful. So I shout out to Potomac, I absolutely love them. Um I love that I will say I admire that Mia is letting things hang out instead of them like revealing them. Cause sex at the Waffles is something I would have kept to the grave if I wasn't on a reality TV show. And things come up when you're on there random things. Same yeah. Thing. Like you never know what the girls got on you. So to be like, oh, yeah, we met at the same bar that I was bartending at. I mean, we know what that means, but at the same time, okay. mm, question mark. Like, okay. Um, and Karen really just wants us to know that her and Ray get it on and they love each other. And that's all that matters.
1: The way Karen loves Ray, and I think she loves Ray in, I think, a very real way, but also in the way of, like, I have to hold on to my man because that is who mm-hmm. I am. Like, that is what gives me an identity. The way that she, like, loves him. Who wants, wants him to be inside of her is wild i'm not
0: no no offense karen but like why i'm sorry maybe i don't know Maybe i don't know it's really something because
1: then to hear that he gave her her ring back once i was like what and
0: you married him Mm, no we don't do that i'm actually like i know the laws and the laws are it's a gift so it's mine forever you could leave me today, and I don't care. It's mine.
1: Yeah, I mean, rinse I'm not on you, bitch. <laughs> I'm not engaged or have a
0: boyfriend, so I don't know oh, who am I to say. No, I mean, we're all. I, I, I am. I'm, Kenya. I'm Still, someone to say. Listen, the best people to give advice on a relationship are those not in relationships themselves. Look at Patty Stanger. Just saying. Okay. Uh-huh. I love
1: that. I also, there was a moment, I've talked to Steve Faces by Bravo about this a lot, actually, is there's a moment in season four with Giselle and Dr. Ken where she's talking about her relationship with Sherman. And there's a huge oh. part of me that relates to her and her way of like, she's really bad at being there, like emotionally for people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really hard um, for me. It gives me um Gigi vibes where Gigi's like, I just want him to do whatever he wants on mm-hmm. Shots of Sunset. You go do what you want. You come here when I want you to come here. But like, don't make me the only person that you want to come here to see. It's like, it's a lot. Have I you been watching Shaw's? Be, you know? Of course. Okay. It's I actually been, been, been quite watching. delicious. It's been very good. It's been one of the better shows. Sad shows on Bravo to me are always better than anything else. Like uh, with the exception of Potomac, Family Karma is, was giving <gasps> this season. Shaw's has been giving what they let these people get away with on this show Shaws, is insane to me like basically this season for anybody else who has not been watching like, do i catch up or not very quickly mike absolutely has been cheating on his his girlfriend she entrusted his friends with like hey i think this is happening and i'm upset like any like uh, you know any rational any yeah girlfriend would do and basically through his life, he is upset that no one else backed him up in his life and loved him regardless, especially because he knew she was going to stay. And that's what he's wanting to say. He's like, I don't understand why y'all won't have my back regardless. And they're like, because you're a cheater and that's bad. And he's like, okay, but then y'all are untrustworthy. Jack and they're Taylor. like, what? Yes, he is literally the of Sunset version Slater.
1: Like he'll, he'll be like, I know I cheated, but you should still love me because I admitted that
0: I cheated. It's like what? Yes, literally, well, hey, and what's worse, then? what's worse, it's on the show. A few of them do praise him for doing that. They go, "Look, he admitted it a lot earlier than he normally would." in Mike's growing. I'm like, "What? <laughs> it's fantastic!" And like the way he gaslights this woman, his woman, into thinking that like they're not her friends because like she tells them he like she wants whatever. to leave him and they're like go leave like then you're not our friend you're just you're trying to create this sense in our relationship and like nope you're cheating does that best.
1: whatever happened with um
0: jessica that's like where i fell out oh uh, yeah she got hit and she converted and cheated and the girl wrote a book about it and she was like you're an asshole, I'm done. And he's basically been pining after that for the longest time. Like he never got over that. He truly did not expect her to leave. But I also think that, not that's what he gets. I don't, I mean, it is what he gets because don't cheat on good women. But like he married outside of his like immediate culture. So I think he was kind of shocked that she wasn't going to stay as long as she did. Yeah. Because she converted. I don't think she's Persian. I think she might've been Latina. And so- she didn't want to put up with it and he was like wait what because mm-hmm. all of their parents did like a lot of their parents did they all kind of did like mm-hmm. she you was know, like no be- I'm fucking out <laughs> yeah she was like I don't want to girl I actually don't want to be made a fool of the girl wrote a book about spending the night with you like get out oh yeah that's how it all came out to be the girl who he treated with wrote a book on my night with the shop yeah Sam's <laughs> face right now y'all is like wait I'm sorry No, your face right now. You're like, Mm -hmm. I'm giving you Erica. She wrote a book about it. Yeah, I know because I read it. I mean, I did, but also Erica, I found it. Oh my god! Oh my god! The fucking balls. Can you imagine get that book?
1: (laughs) You imagine cheating on someone or being someone like being the other woman and writing a book about it?
0: Yes. Okay, you can't imagine. Yeah, because I'm that petty. All right, I I would never be the other. I would never be the other woman ever in my life. Um, But at the same time, I would totally write a book about it. But why not? Like, just if I'm going to be that kind of a scum trash, I feel like I would be someone who doubles down in it. Okay, because I double down in everything else that I feel right in most of my right things don't like the things I feel right and don't hurt anyone immediately. So Uh (laughs) I have no shame in them, but like my opinions and stuff on this show, and I'm I'm definitely equating my opinions on my own show to cheating on someone, but like I double down in them so hard like I won't give up on them. It's the true Taurus energy in me It's very stubborn, but also I will get petty with you about heavy Taurus energy. Yes. But like if I did cheat and I somehow felt validated in it, which I don't think is in my nature also, it's always like it's just something something that like we like to do. It's mess. And I don't love mess for other people, sure. But it's a little too like, you know, glue and feathers for me. So I'm like, "Mm -mm, too messy. But if I did find a clean way to do it, and felt very validated in my decision to, yeah, I'd write a book. I like okay. to write things. I'd like read it. Like, Listen, I did it. And this is why. And um, you can't tell me shit about it, boo. Because we're double downers too. So. I would read you it. do it. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if I would it on night with the Shaw though, but I would totally, I love that she played off of that energy. Like good don't go that she treated, don't do that. But like, Where's ooh. Asa? Um, with her um, Jackson offspring and her baby. Good for her. Yeah, that's it. And Lily Galici is like a bajillionaire yeah I don't yeah I never liked her really I like mm-hmm. that she was literally like a Barbie doll I
1: don't know I'm very attracted to Barbie doll energy you're very attracted to like a like you love pretty people I like pretty people who you let know them get away with her, a lot
0: and like they throw it in my face and they're like don't don't you see I'm gorgeous like you are like I like away with a lot because she's gorgeous with gray hair absolutely yeah I didn't I mind am. Joyce being on the show because she was gorgeous with gray hair she was terrible at the house like oh the worst the worst I'm letting Karen get away the same thing because she looks so so good this year so good I let Giselle get away with everything Ashley I'm like you need to leave this man this is like borderline abuse like this is awful the way he like does this to you can't be healthy in some way this is bad and I'm still like but that hair on this girl is just gorgeous she's absolutely stunning and
1: I think of her and Sean Bronwyn's ex-husband should get together. I think they'd be a really great couple.
0: Before you go, I'd love to ask you, because you mentioned earlier, this is like a full circle moment. Okay. You said you don't like it when the girls come on the show and they have like no connection, no relationship uh-huh. with the other women. And it's not working on uh, New York. And we see that. So how is it going to work on OC that two of Bronwyn's friends are on there? And I love or hate Bronwyn. I really don't care if you do or don't. But for her to be expelled as, you know, the only queer housewife that we've had today, de- or the only out lesbian housewife that we've had. We have other queer ones. Um, and us miss that opportunity for like the thousandth time on OC alone, but also now take her friends to film. And now we know they don't have a relationship with these other women because literally they were Brahman's friends and they hate Brahman. Like even Sherry has been filming allegedly. Like from last season, Noella is no longer is her friend. Yeah,
1: Noella is friends with Vicky and Bronwyn. Uh, She She is friends with Vicky. Yes, used them to get on the show. She's been trying to get on the show for a long time. Um,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so I think it's really, I think it's a really red flag that like you you took your friend's spot who just got fired but then i also i'm like well if the opportunity was given to me i would probably take it home my friend would understand but Ron was kind of addicted to fame she replaced i don't know the if fame. i would understand i honestly don't think i would
0: understand This this soon this was I, soon this was like I would right be like, after
1: yeah uh but i don't know i mean i feel like the doctor dr jen might know one of the women from around like i'm sure that they might know oh, that's
0: possible I think they'll definitely use that because she is a doctor, but like well, obviously we've seen her with Bronwyn the most.
1: Well, Noella too. Her husband's, I guess, like a really big deal in Orange County. Like a very yeah. big deal. So this I'm like, a very big family. So it's I'm sure day. Heather will know them somehow. Like I I don't think it will be like, I mean, Ramona had never heard of Leah before you know, Sonia she had never heard of Ebony. Like it just, it didn't make sense in that way. Whereas with Orange County this season, hopefully it's like, they've at least heard of each
0: other. We're seeing each okay. other at events like with Karen so and we Wendy. We don't need a real relationship. We just I need don't need to be like, you want just thrown in here out of nowhere.
1: Right. Like I kind of like okay. a Wendy and a Karen, like they knew of each other like oh, yeah, they did. Had, yeah
0: so it was <laughs> we like we're on the same charity she didn't
1: so she didn't just know candace and that was her only person it's like she had been in this circle for a long time and now is her chance to be on the show which is very og housewives
0: okay all right i i had to get the clarify verification on that yeah because i, I have i too have been like hmm? oh i'm sorry I'm it. it's like if, even if like I didn't want Brahman on the show, I didn't see last season, so I really don't care. I also feel like they filmed in a pandemic and like it stopped and started 17,000 times. So they had to do something and scapegoating someone out and being like, hey, this person's spiraling. Let's watch. I mean, that's all of MTV's entire like catalog. So I get the alert of doing that. It makes sense. Someone's spiraling, yeah. just focus on that. Everybody do that. Because then we can also do that without getting anybody sick. Awesome. It's safety. Whatever. 100%. But then I'm like. Going through her phone book then is kind of wild because I know that Noella, I know for a fact from various sources that Noella filmed scenes with Brahman last season. Yeah. Same with Shari. And they didn't all make it to air, but now they're they're there, like full time. And to see like Shari yeah. also at the, like, the whole like, a farmer's market or whatever with them wherever Shannon was doing like her trunk show or whatever for the maybe the cream cheese salmon or something um it made me like lol like wait so y'all all all collectively hate this woman enough to where you want to film with all her friends but at the same time then I would put her on I want to see it give me the if she's falling out with all these people I kind of would like to see like how that works I would like to see it too, but I think viewers were so turned off by
1: her that it just no one would watch.
0: But I also feel like viewers are turned off by OC in general. So then, getting her friends, they're yeah, gonna be like, "Why do we care about her?" People, parents?
1: people blame her for the downfall of OC, just like people are blaming Leah for the downfall of New York. Like it's even though uh, it's, it's a, even OC though it's a
0: whole thing. situation, yeah.
1: it's not just one person.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Noella. I mean, it'd be nice to have you know people of color on OC, I guess that'd be nice. I mean, it's a, that's a change. But at the same time, I, it made me questionable when I went through her like Instagram like all one day, like from the beginning, and she was friends with Vicky first, mm-hmm. and then she was friends with Bronwyn, and then like those two don't even like each other. And I think she's like Bronwyn was her better shot, mm-hmm. and so not so much Vicky anymore, and now more Bronwyn, and now that's her best friend, and now. I don't know how it's going to go. It might be like a Tamara and Shannon situation. that once you're gone, we're not nearly as close anymore. So yeah. um, it feels a little, little sketch, a little skeptical about that. But I don't know. We'll even see if I watch. I mean, if I can get through New York, not because You're going to watch. I- don't be silly. I, <laughs> I like to pretend I have standards okay. for television. Okay. I don't, but I like to pretend I do. You know, I like to think I'm Kathy Hilton. It's like, wait, what show, what channel does that come on? And Kyle's like, bravo. She goes, oh, do I get that? Like, I want to be that way, but I know I'm going to be the first one watching. I'm going to watch it live and stuff. So, uh, Sam, you have been an absolute delight, a joy, a pleasure, an amazing historian of Bravo. Can you please tell everyone who didn't just catch that reference? Where they can find you, where you can where they can listen to you and all those things. Read your amazing thoughts.
1: Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Brava Historian. You can follow me on Twitter at Take Your Zoloft. You can read my thoughts at thedip.com. That's D-I-P-P.com. Uh, you can listen to me. I'm so annoying. You can listen to me on Hot to No, Ups. you're working,
0: <laughs> hustling, love that. You're you are win
1: it. And then I started my new podcast shortcomings, the sex and the city podcast uh, that comes out every Wednesdays with my friend, Chris, we go episode by episode. It's amazing. He's so funny. So yeah, just check it out. If you like it. I mean,
0: I got to. let me, me know. Too, because I'm going to rewatching sex and the city with my fiance. The um, doozy. Yeah. She's never seen it. So we're going to watch it. And I would yes, because I don't know, just it's um, the same reason I never watched Roni. I was the latest to the Roni show because I thought they were going to be boring and stuck up. They were, it was, I was very wrong when yeah. I really did. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, most raunchy. I mean, check it
1: out wherever. I mean, listen, I that. subscribe, rate review.
0: Yes. Y'all, please listen to her podcast because that's very important to podcasters. Listen to it, review it. If you like it, review it if you don't listen to something else it's the nicest thing you can do Mm -hmm. um because humans please god um also you know give it give it you know share it give a little subscribe or whatever you know if you like me, you're welcome to follow me on all the things at Mixing with Moni and um, listen to the podcast under the same name anywhere you podcast. I can listen to Sam, so listen to mine. At Mixing with Moni as well, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay home just because it's like better than outside. Outside is like wild and very expensive. Outside costs like $400 a day, do I love it. Um, take care of yourselves and each other. Be nice to people. Okay, bye.